0: Oh, and welcome to beer and this week half marathons or rather, oh, i was gonna say marathons parentheses half marathons i guess um anyway beer and is a podcast where we cover a style of beer each week accompanied by a topic of interest to one or both of us my name is adrian joining me is eric hey eric how you doing
1: Good day, how are you? Happy Friday!
0: (laughs) Happy Friday! Yeah, we're recording a little bit late this week, actually, so apologies to all our ten listeners.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been it's been um, it's been busy. It has been busy, actually. Yeah, what have you Uh, been up to? Work's been crazy. I've been, yeah, yeah. But luckily, got the half day today, so Mm. I was able to have some lunch, pick up a beer as per your instruction. Nice. Mhm. Very nice. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Just, I guess um, yeah, just to remind everyone, uh, Beer and is a is a podcast um, that Age and I uh, intend to do once every few weeks. Um Fortnite. let Age... be more oh, specific. Uh, yeah. Fortnite. Fortnite. We missed the f- the Fortnite mark, but yeah. um, yes, we we always try to aim to do it every Fortnite, but um, um, yeah, Age and I you, were uh mates from Uni. Um, and now we are living in different countries, so it's a good way for both of us to catch up over one of our, um, passions, which is, well, not really a passion, I guess we just like drinking beer. We just like drinking beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so this week, um, age, we're going to talk weird beers, right?
0: Mm, weird beers, um, our inaugural semi-regular... <laughs> Segment when we need a break from finding a specific beer, um, or if Adrian just sees a weird beer in his fridge and um, doesn't know what category it falls into. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I think I think we've run out of uh, styles as well. Oh no, there's Maybe. plenty more out there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Who will be five. <laughs> Um And our topic for this week, age. Um, we're going to touch on half marathons as well, right?
0: Hmm. Running in general, half marathons. Yeah. Um, I just did one three weeks ago. Yeah. The Melbourne marathon. That was my first one, but you've, you've done some before Eric.
1: No, not some only one as Ah, well. One.
0: Okay. Okay. Both (laughs) rookies. So that's good. (laughs) Both
1: rookies. So Mm. um, we're going to share
0: more topics we can, um, not be knowledgeable about. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So
1: (laughs) Um but the beer for this week age what have you brought oh yeah to um, the podcast this week
0: I have bought um this is a beer I got in a uh the Great Australian Beer Show pack um that they were selling at Dan Murphy's
1: What
0: is pack sample No no it's a pack a pack of beers
1: oh. <laughs> 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 I thought it was a special beer week <laughs> Pacific (laughs) Asia conference of beers or something. (laughs) Sorry, sorry.
0: Uh, No, I bought Capital Brewing Company Smooches. Um, It is a chocolate and strawberry champagne ale. Wow. So this is like a special brew for the Good Beer. No, not Good Beer Week, the Great Australian Beer Show. Um, So, yeah, it's a sort of little limited release. um, And... I have not had it before, so I have no idea what it would be like. But it sounds, mm, it sounds like it could either be really good or really bad. So, let's find out. The cam,
1: the cam looks good. Yeah, yeah the cam's
0: really cool. <laughs> mm. Um
1: nice, And how man. about you, Eric? I've got um, a a beer from Behemoth Brewing Company from New Zealand. Oh, cool! Um, I just found this today at a a random craft beer place near the regular place i normally go to but i didn't think they had any um like takeaway beers but then uh the guy showed me um uh, he asked me to come in and then he recommended this single plum floating in bourbon
0: ah uh.
1: hold on hold on sorry it's a plum sour ale aged on bourbon starves yeah have you had this
0: before? No, 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 no. But um what's it called? Single plum floating in a bourbon.
1: Um well the, yeah, the description's a single plum floating in a bourbon served in a man's hat. <laughs> you know what that's
0: a <laughs> reference to? No. The Simpsons. Oh Yeah, yeah, when yeah. when um when Homer and um Barney I think it's Principal Skinner and Apu are in that band together and they they have those hit songs like Baby on Board and others. And then Barney ends up dating like, I don't think it's, it's not Yoko Ono, but it's like a Yoko Ono type and she kind of breaks up the band and Barney goes off and does <laughs> his own thing. And they go to a bar together and Yoko Ono, or her equivalent in the show, orders a a single plum floating in perfume in a man's hat. <laughs> Right. Yeah.
1: Oh wow. What? Well, hey, a, that's quite interesting. Yeah. But um, I I didn't know that was the reference. Oh. Oh. You mean the B shops?
0: Yeah. The B shops. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. B shops.
1: Mm. When they created the band, the B shops. Oh, that's quite a funny. On board, <laughs> mm, mm, that's a very mm. good episode, actually.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't realize that was the reference, but um, that's quite very interesting. Good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm I'm all on board with your your beer now. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um man you have to look for it yeah behemoth is very yeah, yeah. popular in singapore yeah like right. there's a lot of uh yeah i don't know why but like a lot of craft beer places um hmm. stock stock behemoth yeah yeah right. so um shall we open our beers we should yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> a frothy one for you yeah Well, this is always the most exciting part of the podcast,
1: yeah, but bloody, if I get my paw right, that's
0: <laughs> mm. mine's got quite a good little nose on it, oh, can you hear my crackle anyway,
1: yeah, it's really um. crackling yours, mm.
0: so, um, back of the beer can back of the beer can
1: facts. what have we got on yours? um. Okay, so the description says, What on earth is up with this name? Question mark. Well, we made a plum sour and decided that the addition of bourbon starves, cut up bourbon barrels put into our fermentation tanks would make a cocktail sour worthy of your favourite speakeasy. Don't drink too many though, or you may be said to break up the band.
0: Mm. Oh, you're right, Age. what's a <laughs>
1: reference to The <for> Simpsons? <laughs> Oh, very good percentage. Um, I think this one's not too bad. This one is five point five percent. Okay,
0: yeah, well, you can drink a lot of them then.
1: What's it? Why is yeah. it warning you? You <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah.
0: Uh, um, Yours?
1: What does your description say?
0: Smooches, chocolate, strawberry, and champagne ale. Um, brewed with gourmet cacao from Jasper and Myrtle, and paired with a luscious hit of strawberry, gives this beer a familiar. Flirty flavor of chocolate covered strawberries. Fermented with champagne yeast, this pale spritzy delight will transport your taste buds to a night of smooches.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that just. Smooches just. Like, every time I think of smooches or that sound of kissing, I just think of that that Aussie and, and German couple in a, in a hostel oh. the whole evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Kiss>. shit. <laughs> so annoying. Uh, that was weird.
0: Kiss, kiss. Kiss, kiss. Kiss, yeah, kiss. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> after they were like fighting all night. was that the yeah, couple? Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was annoying because they were fighting all night. And then yeah. that kept us up. And then it was like. Smooching all yeah. night. But the annoying kind. <laughs> was so, well, um... the annoying kind when it isn't you, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: no, no, it's like you can kiss quietly, right? Oh, you not really. Kiss. Not, you can't. Uh, no,
0: nah, you can't. Oh, it's not.
1: Gotta, gotta, gotta try. Well, I mean, try, it's, right? it's
0: just you probably shouldn't smooch in a hostel bed in a shared room. Like, there's no way of doing that quietly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true, true. (laughs) Um, My
0: beer's from um, ACT, Australia's capital.
1: Oh, Oh, very good. Mm. Not from PAC. Oh,
0: hence the the name of the brewery, Capital Brewing Company.
1: Oh, Mm. okay. (laughs) Never heard of them, but cool. No, I think Um, they look
0: familiar, but, yeah, I haven't really had any of their beers before.
1: So, what's the verdict, man? How does it taste?
0: Not as wild as I kind of expected. It's like a little more restrained than I kind of thought it would be with a name like um, chocolate and strawberry champagne ale. Um, But I Mm. guess the champagne part of it is just that they use champagne yeast. So, um, it's still like very pale ale kind of light beer but it's very sweet and yeah very creamy I don't know like it's it is kind of like a bit of a I I wouldn't call it strawberries and cream but it's like it is it's like (laughs) kind of like creaminess to it I don't know yeah um okay it's good it is 10% actually I should note um so it's a bit stronger than it probably (laughs) needs to be (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: That came up. (laughs) Excuse Excuse me. (laughs) Mm. Um, is it chocolatey age? Like he says I know the beer was describing chocolate. It's got cacao.
0: Um not as much chocolatey, no. But I think maybe that's just like it's the the cacao has given it that kind of creaminess. Yeah. Um I don't know if that's a thing, but It's probably more fruity than it is chocolatey. But there's a bit there, yeah. Um, It's definitely a sweet beer. Um, But I don't know, it's actually pretty well balanced. Like, nothing really overpowers anything, and it's still a beer. mm mm mm. Um, Yeah, I like it. Um, Again, one of those ones that, like, one and done. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, you can't have too many, yeah.
0: And, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like these. There's been like a few really interesting ones in the the um, pack um, that I got from the Great Australian Beer Show. Um, mm. And but they're all really strong. They're all like that was the one of the weaker ones at ten percent. Um, so yeah, I don't know if if you're still seeing any Dan Murphys there. A good little pack to to try, but it was a while ago. So I think if if they are still. Um, well, I reckon they're probably gone.
1: Hmm. Mm-mm. But yeah, no. How much could beer? Uh, out of curiosity, how much mm. would a, a beer like that, especially at 10%, how much would one cost at, at Dan Murphy's?
0: Mm. I know I paid $50 for the pack of eight.
1: I oh, don't think you can bad. buy it
0: individually. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um, so hard to say. Mm-mm. Um. Okay. But like. Yeah, if you got something like that on tap for that kind of quantity and percentage and like um, uniqueness, um, mm. like it would easily be over, like, I don't
1: know, $15. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um,
0: mm. And I guess, but yeah. But it is like that sort of, yeah, limited run, one off kind of brews that they do. Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
1: Nice, man.
0: Yeah. How about your, your initial thoughts, feelings, emotions? Um,
1: (laughs) I was hoping for a bit more of, um, that, that bourbon Mm. sort of flavor that, that they that's what sold me me on (laughs)
0: because you know how they have like barrel aged, I guess it's not quite like a barrel aged beer Mm. because
1: they're just throwing
0: in the, the bourbon barrel chips. I don't know, but yeah, yeah. And at 5.5%, it was a lot um, lighter in alcohol Mm. than I expected, like, a bourbon beer to be. Um, Mm, mm, mm. Because usually if they're, like, yeah, barrel-aged, they crack up above 10. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. the bourbon doesn't come through as much?
1: No, definitely not. Um, Mm. So, definitely a bit like yourself, a bit more restrained. And it does taste like a, um, yeah, like the sour plum is there and it is a nice sour beer and i think it's not a it's not definitely not a one and done kind of beer okay. i think you can have a few of these hmm. yeah it's quite nice and um yeah i think it's just a an easy uh easy drink that is uh quite uh a thirst quencher i think hmm. um and yeah very good i think the it hits you with the the sour plum to begin with and then at the end it is I guess it's a bit, a little bit bitter at the end there, and 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 mm. I think that is some of the bourbon, the bourbon okay. flavor. But um, yeah, I I think the bourbon's not so strong with right. this one, and uh, yeah, I think you're right at five point five percent. I think it's just more of your standards, uh, sour sort of beer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm. Hmm.
0: So it is still but, very um, much a
1: sour beer. Yeah. Hmm. Very much so. Hmm. But. <clears throat> But yeah, great, great can. I'll give it that. Oh and, yeah, uh, no,
0: that's that's the best can we've we've seen on this podcast. Mm.
1: Yeah. yeah, we should probably
0: keep keep pictures of all the cans, right? Age. Too. I think I've been keeping mine because I like I put succulents in them.
1: <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you do. You do I like trim um, off
0: the top and plant little succulents in them.
1: How do you trim um, off the, the top with a can opener?
0: Uh I did that once like when I was doing it at the at the start but the can opener really kind of destroyed it and then left a sharp edge. Um now I use like tin snips or metal uh like you know uh hardware cutter things scissors. Um Yeah yeah. and like trim along the the top in different mm. sections and then I push them in. Um so I keep the rim and just like cut the top and then push it down.
1: Oh, and then and then it will eventually... Um, uh,
0: and then it just folds it, to it. the side. Yeah.
1: Oh, it folds to the side. Oh, yeah. okay.
0: Um, oh, kind of hard to describe without showing, but anyway. Um, mm. Yeah, and then I plant little succulents in them and stick them outside. Wow. Yeah. So I think I've been keeping most of the ones that we've been drinking. I haven't planted them all, but I've got them. So maybe I'll um. take a picture and, I don't know, put it on our... Podcast website. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered managing an Instagram account. No? Just, oh, just done. on our hmm. podcast website. Send me
0: an email at beerandpodcast at gmail if you would like a, mm. a picture of my succulents in beer cans, and I'll I'll send it to you personally.
1: Wow, age just sounds very tempting for for all of those ten listeners. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. So, but yeah, great. Oh, that's a great way to repurpose the cans. Age. Mm. It's also they they do the especially the craft beer cans. Are they 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 do have some really cool designs. So, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's why I
0: kind of started keeping them. A friend at work, um, who was sort of getting into beers. I don't know how far she got. Suggested she's like these cans are really cool. Like you should do something with them. Um, I was like yeah, I don't know. And I was like, maybe I'll put a plant in it. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and it escalated. Um, my hot water system broke a few weeks back. Um yep. And I had to get it replaced. And the the plumber <laughs> came around and he had to go out the back where the beer cans are um, to replace the hot water system. And he's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, oh, I just <laughs> planting beer cans. He's like, I've never heard or seen or like known any of these beers before.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> like
0: he didn't recognize any of them. Yeah, cuz they're all kind of just very crafty and strange and um limited, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And I only save like the cans that are kind of like weird and interesting and funky. Um Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> he was he was impressed. Mm. Very nice. Mm. Um you should um you should Save some of the, um more traditional ones, your more commercial ones. I do have a your- couple.
0: Actually, no, the the, the most... Um, actually, no, I don't really. I was going to say maybe I had like a... What's the Geelong one? Little Furfy, creatures? Furphy, Oh, um, Furphy. Yeah, no, I don't even have that. I had a Filter XBA. That's kind of... Easy drinker. Filter XBA is good. Filter XBAs. Okay. We should do an episode on XPAs. Hmm.
1: What does the X stand for? Extra. Oh.
0: Well, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Send it a correction. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I always say it with such confidence initially. Um, and then I realized I actually don't know what I was talking
1: about. <laughs> um, you need a. Um, no, no. I think you should get a Melbourne Bitter one if you're going to do the. The pot plants. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need but Melbourne then I'd have to drink water. it. Uh, you like Melbourne bitter, right?
0: <laughs> but like, I don't know. I don't like. I, I drink fairly regularly, but I don't drink a lot. Um, and so like, if I'm sitting down to have one beer at night, I want to have something nice. Fair, fair. Mm.
1: How many um pot plants do you think you have? have now. How many have you... Um, oh, planted. Planted. How many have you acquired? Or oh, I've got like 40, 50. Half? My goodness, you've got 40 or 50 cans. Yeah. Wow, I would... Now I'll take a I'm picture intrigued. and show you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so you got a... Is it a war? You set them up like... I've got like a, a shelf
0: against my fence. Um, It was actually an old... Um. Anyway, I repurposed like a... a a bit of wood that was like over a sliding door frame and I flipped it over mm. and it turned into a shelf and then I screwed that to the fence. Um, wow. And put them all along that. And then I got like, <laughs> I got various other things like scattered across. I don't have a backyard really. I have a, 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 bit of concrete that extends the length of my unit. Um, it's more like a footpath. Um, mm. and so I've just kind of maximized that area with, um, shelves and yeah, plants <laughs> across very various um, standing objects. I don't know. So I'll I'll wow. take. I'm sure I've got a picture I could already send it to you, but I'll, I'll look for it later and send it to you.
1: Geez, age, um, I think that's a great um, landscaping idea for people who want to <laughs> yeah do something a little bit different with their 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 backyards or courtyard.
0: <laughs> look, if any of our listeners need inspiration, send me an email <laughs> and I'll send you a picture of um, my backyard.
1: And, uh, and I'll send you a, a picture of what my dad's done oh, yeah. with his backyard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> What's he done?
1: He's gr- pr- pretty much set up a mini farm. He's got oh, like yeah. all these overgrown sort of um, Asian vegetables nice. in his backyard. One type, one type essentially. Okay. But, um, What's the type? It looks... Ah, good question. I'm not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> but um, it looks quite impressive. What hmm. he's mm. uh been able to cultivate.
0: Yeah. I sent you a picture. Um, extra pale ale. So the X stands for extra.
1: Nice. Mm. Yeah, let's let's we can maybe do that too. Mm. An XPA. Uh,
0: XPA. Um. Well
1: <laughs> <laughs> You got you and your doggies gear.
0: <laughs> it's so funny. Like I, I I actually had never worn that top. Um I just sent Eric a picture of um. Me on grand final day, like two years ago in my Western Bulldogs <laughs> outfit, which I'm actually like, I technically go for the Western Bulldogs, but I don't really follow football. Um, and I ha- I found that in my cupboard from like, I think I got it as a gift on my 21st when the Bulldogs mm. were, were doing really well. Um, and <laughs> they didn't win that year. Um, but anyway, like it sat in my cupboard and then they were all of a sudden in the grand final one year and I thought, I'm going to put on my sh- my top to watch it got a picture of me in it in my backyard
1: <laughs> perfect mm. hey, with all see my beer cans. Of... yeah <laughs> i can see a lot of um, kombucha cans and also um y- y- you seem to like brunswick bitter you got a few brunswick uh, yeah that cans. was i
0: think it was because when i first started doing it um i had a few brunswick bitter cans and so i just planted a lot in them um but now I i'm realize. a lot more selective as to what i put in <laughs> and i don't i don't typically do any double ups
1: uh, looks good, man. Looks really mm. good mm. Good job mm. <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you age like with with weird beer, like this week's topic weird beers mm. what's some what's like something weird that you've come across lately that you thought was like that it was like totally like it didn't even taste like a beer like it was just like mm. something completely different that uh, that was almost like straying away from. Even the the essence of what a beer should be. You know, they have like <laughs> gone so like I think that's far left of centre.
0: Yeah. I've got one in my fridge at the moment that's like a marshmallow ale. And so mm. yeah. There's they're still in the end a beer, but they they're just so sweet. Uh mm. and they Yeah. They end up being like a chocolate milkshake, only beery, I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah um, like they're probably the the main ones like they they're usually a darker a richer beer um but i don't know yeah i, I can't think of it like i've had a lot of yeah strange dark beers but i don't know that's just kind of what beer is to me now strange mm, <laughs> yeah mm, um have you um,
1: yeah, just, uh, I mean, I, I think I sent you a picture from the weekend.
0: Oh, um, yeah, that was weird. The mango smoothie?
1: The mango smoothie sour, yeah.
0: Because that looked more like a mango smoothie than it did a beer.
1: And it tasted like a, yeah, like a boost juice.
0: Yeah, so what was the beer? Did they just stick a beer in it?
1: I, I have no <laughs> idea. I I I mean, I just was like, that looks delicious. And it tasted like a mango, slushy. Slash smoothie, mm. but was it beery add, in any way? I mean, it could taste. I mean, like it was, it was a little bit carbonated, but yeah. honestly, I would say did they a just little bit.
0: did they just make a mango slushy and then tip
1: a beer in it? Yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> put like five percent beer. On. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> but it was it was not cheap. It was like twenty six bucks. Yeah, oh, wasn't cheap. Mm. Yeah, for for a pint. Um, yeah, damn. Yeah, but uh, that was different, and I think it's d- dangerous as well because it's, like, you drink it so quickly because like just tastes like a, a yeah, smoothie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And a but yeah, day. that's the most... Yeah, yeah. That's probably the wackiest thing I've seen.
0: Hmm, okay. Well, speaking of wacky, I didn't have a beer game. My, my thoughts on making a beer game were um, for me to quiz you on is it an actual beer or not, um, and, like, come up with some odd things that were made into a beer in reality and then things that I've just made up. Um, Mm. But when I actually looked up (laughs) some, like, strange beers, reality was much stranger than I could even concoct. And so I'll just select a few (laughs) beers that I found on this website called drinkmagazine.asia. The 37 of the weirdest ideas known to beer. There's like, you know, (laughs) there was one made with, like, fossils. There was one made with sheep poo. (laughs) Um, There was one made with whale fossils um, that were taken from the gut of a bee that was encased in amber back in the ear. Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> 45 million years ago <laughs> and so like I couldn't come up with that shit there was one um oh actually you like this one there was one that was made in collaboration with the Danish government and Nerebo by Bregus um, when they decided to recycle human waste from the famed rock slide music festival to make what? Pissner, a weak, piss-weak pilsner. <laughs>
1: um, is this is this all uh, all like real beers that they actually?
0: Yeah, no, these are all beers that people actually made. Um, it
1: sounds so far-fetched, but okay.
0: There was one using sewage water. There was one made with um, yeast that was picked up from, no, hang on, what? Yeah, so why not use the bespoke writing chair of dead children's author Roald Dahl? <laughs> <laughs> and so they, like, swabbed it to get yeast off it and then oh, used that to goodness. brew a beer. Wow. Yeah, like, there's some really weird ones. And then there's one that was brewed with the with coffee beans that were digested by an elephant.
1: Coffee beans that were digested from elephant? <laughs> okay.
0: <Yeah>. Um... <laughs> Yeah, like one with fried chicken, one with goat brain. So, one with testicle, whale testicles, I should specify. So, it's like I I was going to make a game and like make some things up and then throw some real things at you, but I couldn't because they're all weirder than I could even think of.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, so strange. Um one made with gold. Um oh, I've had this one, one made with donuts. Um, Voodoo. Um, Voodoo Donut. It was made by the Rogue Brewing Company in America. Mm. Um, Bacon Maple mm. Ale. Or a Donut Bacon mm. Maple mm. Ale. Mm.
1: That sounds good.
0: So, I've had one of them. There you go. There was one with... Oh, actually, I've had two. There was one made with a guy's beard yeast.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Oh. Um... I've got
1: a pretty gross one. I just thought of one. Yeah. What about um the dandruff of um someone's scalp?
0: Ugh.
1: <laughs> it's funny though, <laughs> it's like, oh
0: yeah, beard yeast fine, but dandruff?
1: Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: so anyway, that put an end to my thoughts on a beer game when I actually started Googling Yeah, strange beers, so you win, internet.
1: Yeah, good on you, internet. Mm. <laughs> what uh, I was thinking, like when you when you're talking about your dessert, that dessert beer that you've had. Um, mm. What if like a, a brewing company did a collaboration with McDonald's and they did like a McDo- McDonald's apple pie with Coca-Cola, and they uh, did like a stout, a Coca-Cola stout with <laughs> apple pie. I mean, I'd, and that sounds to me anyway.
0: I'd be pretty interested, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if McDonald's would do that. They're a family business, Eric.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Forgot. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. No, no. Maybe not McDonald's. Yeah, I was
0: going to say, like, a brewing company would do something like that. I'm sure you could find one. Like, Mm -hmm. apple pie beer. I'm sure that's a thing.
1: There's a lot of apple apple pie sort of um, beers out there, I think. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's the weird and wonderful world of 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 brewing, huh? And mm. that's, um,
0: well, shall we move on to our end topic?
1: Yes, that sounds good. Particularly, uh, um, I, well, part of the reason we should let our listeners know. Part of the reason why this podcast was delayed is because you were you were quite um, <laughs> quite exhausted huh? after your, mm, your, your your half marathon. I think or, I was a little or, optimistic.
0: When I agreed to record a podcast after I did a half marathon, um, mm. yeah, I was wiped for the rest of the day. I was, I was actually pretty fine. Like, mm, actually, that's not true. Yeah, I was going to say I was actually pretty fine at the end of the run, but I kind of wasn't. Like, I was. We, were, I, uh, um, my friend, um, Joe, Anna, and Joe um, did the. Uh, marathon or the half marathon um, on the same day. He convinced me Mm. to sign up one day when I was a few beers in Um, (laughs) and um, and we were going to go out, we were all going to go out for like a celebratory brunch afterwards and I finished and I'm just like, I just need to go home. <laughs> like, um, I, 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 am so uncomfortable right now. Cause like, you know, my legs were jelly. Um, I was like dehydrated. I, 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 I had a bottle of water. Um, but yeah, I just needed to go home. And so I slept for like four hours. Um, yeah. And then I woke up and I'm like, yeah, I'm not drinking a beer right now. <laughs> um, I drank water like all afternoon, um, and didn't go to the toilet once. Um, and I was just, yeah, um, rough man, yeah. I was just like very, very dehydrated. Um, but you know, survived and I pulled up relatively okay afterwards. I had a bit of a hurty knee, um, but yeah, that was about it. No blisters, which was good, yeah.
1: Um, Damn, and how did you, um, like when you signed up, how many months did you have to prepare? And were you quite consistent with your your training leading up to the the run? I had
0: three months from when I signed up, which was probably the bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> uh I, I I I I am a bit of a runner, but I'm very inconsistent. Like I I would go through patches where I'd run for a couple of months and then not run for 18 months. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you really call me a rudder, then, but I hadn't run for like, you know, a good year or two before I signed up for this half marathon. But I was pretty confident that I'd be able to, uh, endurance-wise, I was pretty confident I'd be able to do it. But then it turns out the body isn't supposed to run that far. <laughs> I was really sore. And, like, I kept coming up with different, like, things that were giving me trouble in my training. So, yeah.
1: Right. So, like... Sorry? What were some of those, like, niggling things that you are feeling, like, training-wise?
0: I think I went a little bit too hard too early. Uh, I I sort of had this... I, I didn't read any, you know, training... Programs or advice on how to prepare for a, a half marathon. Um, so I just kind of gauged, all right, well, I've got 12 weeks. I can do six kilometers now. So pretty much each week I need to increase it by a kilometer or something like that. Um, okay. And I started off by doing three runs in a week. And so yep. I would run twice midweek and then do a longer run on the weekend, and okay, was, which started off okay, but then all of a sudden I started getting really sore knees, um like uh, patellar patella tendinopathy uh right mm. underneath the kneecap, and it really hurt um like I couldn't even um I couldn't run at all, and I just had Gosh. to like back off completely and it was funny because the two weeks before that. I was talking to a colleague at work who had, or she'd done a a marathon um, or a half marathon a couple of years before. So we were just chatting and she was giving me some advice. And at the time I was like, yeah, I'll be able to do this. I just need to like work my way up to it. And she said like, strength is important. And I was like, yeah like I just need to run and like my body will adjust and then I'll be able to run longer (laughs) and I was like I don't need to do strength like it's just endurance I need to work on and so yeah I got to this point where my patella was really killing me and I'm like far out I need to actually do some strength and like support my knee (laughs) because Mm -hmm. it is like a high load on those joints and so yeah having that strength around the knee was very important so I backed off for a week let it Run out, uh, let it settle, um, and then did some strength for a week before I ran again. So I lost two weeks, which is really f- frustrating because I was already on a tight schedule.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm. And did you go back to a, a, a three times a week run trying to clock six kilometers? Like, in terms of mileage, like what were you building up to in terms of total mileage before your actual half marathon? The were most you hoping I to do.
0: The most I did in the end was eighteen kilometers before the the marathon. Wow!
1: The in one marathon. shot, you ra- yeah. wow! You ran eighteen eighteen kilometers in in one run yeah.
0: before. Oh, well, wow. I mean a half marathon is twenty one point six. You gotta you gotta get yeah, there. Yeah, but
1: yeah, I, I like you know maybe I uh, maybe I got the wrong advice when I when I did my half marathon. But like everyone was telling me, oh, you don't need to work up to to 21 kilometers mm. you can you know consistently run you know 12 13 14 kilometers um mm. before you do the half marathon and you're and and you'll be right yeah and um funnily enough though age like i had the same issue as you when i when i did my half marathon at about the 14 kilometer mark i mm. started getting right knee problems too uh, yeah. and it was ha- it was hard finishing that last um that last six or seven, um, yeah. yeah. Mm. But, um, so with you, like, like, did you, did any of those knee, uh, issues pop up? Like at what point in the, the half marathon did you feel? Uh, Not during the run. No, like I didn't have
0: any issues during the run. Really. Um, Mm -hmm. it was general, like body ache, but it wasn't (laughs) like a, it wasn't like a, a specific tendon or like muscle giving me grief in the run uh, okay. as soon as i finished though my knee really flared up and it was like quite painful to walk on um but like <laughs> it was weird because it wasn't until i stopped running that i felt it and then like for the next two weeks it was pretty tender so i just haven't run since but i wonder i want to <laughs> keep <laughs> and i won't run for another 18 months um <laughs> No, I actually kind of do want to keep running now. I really got into it, but I think I was just doing a bit too much too early because I was running three times a week. So I was doing like two 6K runs and then I did an 8K run and then I did two 6K runs and then did a 9K run on the weekend. And so Mm. my weekday runs were always 6K and then my weekend I increased by – actually, I ended up increasing by two kilometers each time. And so I think it was Mm. just a bit too much. So in the end, I just did one midweek and then one long on the weekend. And so the Mm. midweek was always 6K. Until the end, actually, I ended up doing, like, 10K midweek ones and then longer ones on the weekend. So, And, yeah, again, like, I didn't really have any training program or advice, so it might have been the advice that you don't need to run that far, but I did.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Did you feel like giving up at any point during your your half marathon?
0: Nah. Like, I think I'm... very determined or task orientated. I don't know. Like when I decide I want to do something, like I will do it unless, you know, I'm physically (laughs) unable. And so like (laughs) I felt pretty awful around the 14K mark on the run. Um, Oh, similar. Okay. Yeah. Cause I I was just like, I was starting to get a bit achy. um, And I actually had a really late night the night before, which isn't advisable. I went, I I drove, but I went to a, a 30th. Um, mm, yeah. and got back a bit later than I anticipated. And the run starts at eight. You have to be there a bit earlier. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, so it was just like, I, I ended up getting up at like 6am after going to bed at one. And so oh, <laughs> it was just a terrible goodness. idea to like, to, <laughs> Do to, up. to prepare like that. But yeah. so like, I was just a little bit achy and fatigued around the 14k mark. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, I still got like what is it seven almost eight kilometers to go (laughs) like it was just that mental kind of um barrier of thinking my god i'm not close um i
1: um i think i did the same marathon as you like a few oh you did the melbourne the melbourne i think it was sponsored by medibank it was a medibank private Uh, thing mine's
0: nike nike melbourne marathon Mm.
1: oh okay okay um, but I feel like it was around the same time a few years ago when, um, my mate signed me up to his, um, corporate team. Oh yeah. So he's yeah. Working, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, um, you want to, cause one of the work colleagues, uh, dropped out and yeah, this would have been five, six years ago. Mm. And, um, he goes, oh, tomorrow, just do the six, just do the 10 K, just do the 10 K with me. Mm. And I'm like, uh, I'm not too sure, man. I've got a, I've got a, a presentation night the day before. And he's like, "Oh, don't <laughs> worry, don't worry. I'll sign you up. It's free. Don't worry. I'll sign you up." And I honestly didn't think he would um come come to fetch me the the next morning. But because of the presentation that was a big night, so I came here at about similar to you, like mm. about three a.m. I finished real late. Yeah. I was out, out in rural bark and I was staying at my oh, cousin's in Ascot Vale at told the time. Me this,
0: yeah.
1: I think I've told you this, yeah, right? Yeah. And like I was like, "Ah, oh, no way he's coming." Like you know, mm. I've told him I, I'm finishing late, and um. Anyway, um the ten K run was at I think the men's um uh start time was I think seven thirty or, mm. or eight thirty. Eight thirty I should say. He was on the half marathon. And then he, he woke me up like literally at he came he came to the house at seven uh six thirty mm. and I like, could just hear the horn um outside the house yeah. and it was just like Wake up, Eric, wake up and I was like <laughs> what the hell? I've just had like a massive night. I've only had like four hours sleep. Mm. And you want me to go run this 10K run for your, your your company? I was just like, oh, I can't do this. Anyway, I I guess I was um, peer pressured to, to get up and, and he did. It was free. Mm. And I went there and I was just like, let me get this over and done with. And I just... I ran it, like, still tipsy, still got, yeah. still had a bit of alcohol in my system. But the 10K, not the
0: half marathon?
1: Not the half marathon, but still, that was my first ever long-distance run, like, oh. in an event. And right, right. I think, thankfully, it was still at the end of uh, a soccer season where there was still some base fitness. But, oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness, mm. I was so dehydrated. I didn't drink any water that night. And like you, they're like, You wanna to come to brunch? Blah blah blah. I was like, No, I'm going, going home. home. <laughs> and I just I went straight to bed as well. Yeah. And I was I think I wasn't I wasn't great the next day, but um mm. yeah, it was like my only other um running event. So that you and haven't also
0: run a half marathon.
1: No, I I have I have. Uh-huh. That was my first running event. Right. Um, three years ago, just before COVID, I ran the um the standard chartered um Singapore um, oh, half cool. marathon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was a night night event actually, so it was the first oh, sort cool. of a twilight run around the city. So that's yeah, why I yeah. signed up. It was quite nice yeah. to see the the sights. Yeah,
0: yeah. How long did you have a lead up for that?
1: Um, I had about, I think I signed up quite early, so I had about four months, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was aiming to uh, do um, work my way up to two twelve kilometer runs a week leading up to the the half marathon. Right. Hmm. And did you do? and uh yeah, yeah so I I followed the plan. I was doing two runs a week and um yeah I was able to work my up to work my way up to about twelve thirteen click kilometers yeah. um before the run. And uh, yeah, felt felt pretty good age until um until that fourteen fourteen <laughs> K mark and I was mm. like, gosh my right knee. Um yeah, it was just flared up. But um uh yeah, it, it felt it felt quite quite good. But like where we started um the actual uh starting point for the the races um was at the uh finish line at the um Singapore Grand Prix. So we're oh. on the racetrack. Oh that's cool. Yeah, so mm. yeah, it was quite cool. Mm. But um That's kinda like I should have um... given Sorry, go. Oh no, no, I was gonna say <clears> I should have given myself a bit more credit because there's different um I guess takeoff times or mm. um, there are different groups, which based on how long you think you'll complete the, the yeah, half marathon yeah. in, and um, I I should have given myself a bit more credit, I think, but um, yeah, what I was that? like in the, because uh, I put myself in one of the the slower groups, I mm. guess, and I had to like run through all the the groups that had jetted off prior to you yeah. so it was very congested they they still clock
0: you nice. from like when you start to when you finish but yeah you're right at the start it's tricky because you have to navigate through the crowd yeah because um, yeah, i cool. i sort of did the same but i realized in on the day it kind of didn't matter but i signed up for two hour 10 minutes and over um mm. but when i got there i couldn't actually i was running a little bit late um and so i sort of tried to rush into the start Thing before they took off and it was a little bit confusing i couldn't find the time markers so i just found a spot to stand and i stood there and i realized i was probably around the 210 um like starting point um yep. but i was quicker than that and i ended up like having to yeah navigate my way through a lot of people um <laughs> yeah to get to it. It, it was interesting it's this weird like psychology um going through the, the half marathon like that, where like at the start I was taking, I was like overtaking a lot of people and yeah. I would think, oh damn, I'm good. I I can run really fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fast yeah. runner. <laughs> um, yeah. and then around the halfway point, I realized I was sort of, I found my, my people. Like I, I overtook the two hour, like they had like runners that were the markers for like two hours. Um, yeah and so I overtook them and then I realized I was kind of like keeping pace with most of the people I was finding. Um, sometimes I'd overtake them. Um, but generally I was the same. And then when I got to that 14 K mark, it was when people started overtaking me and then it's just (laughs) this like weird psychology where it's like, Oh fuck, I'm so slow. (laughs) Um, And it's like, Oh, I can't, I'm slowing down. I can't (laughs) slow down. Um, and so like it's just this like weird mental game. Um
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and and like Age, when you get to that point and you are fighting against your um I guess your body succumbing to mm. how much you've been running, but also you're fighting against your pride. Mm. So you're like <laughs> you're like God my like why are these guys passing me yeah, like yeah. surely they can't you know i've I've trained a little bit for this I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, i can yeah. surely keep up with these guys and it's yeah. like yeah yeah it's um your physical capacity versus your pride mm-hmm. and it's like this, this constant battle and like you, you like also want to finish as well you don't want to mm. you don't want to crumble at that that yeah. stage as well so um yeah um, there's something there's something very um uh, very fascinating and, and I guess enjoyable for a lot of endurance athletes, right? It's mm. a constant mental battle. And, and it is, I think for some people, there is a lot of, I guess with competitive sports, a lot of ego and um, yeah, yeah, wanting to just do it within a certain time, you know? Definitely, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, um,
0: I guess I didn't really have too much of a time goal. I knew I ran around five-minute kilometers. um. Mm and i sort of worked that out and i was like all right well i want to do under 2 hours um so that was kind of my goal um in the end but i didn't really have like i'd never run one before so i didn't have anything to be mm-hmm. yeah so it was just kind of like to do it um yeah it, and and i think like training though i was always running by myself um so it's kind of yeah, my, my this friend at work that had done it before and was giving me advice. She was saying like, oh, you know, on the race day you get a bit, you know, um, uh, excited by like the crowd, and you do run a bit faster. And like, and I and I was kind of like, oh you know I just kind of run on my own and like just do my own thing. But you're right. Like as soon as you turn up,
1: it's, <laughs> there's always
0: someone in front of you that you could try and overtake. Yeah, um, yeah. Yep. And so you end up just like always. Well, I did like finding someone in the crowd, and you're like no, I think you're a good pace. I'll like keep up with you. And then you get close to him and you're like, ah, I've got you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's just this like weird, like competitiveness that I didn't have, like, and it wasn't the purpose of my entire like training program. And then all of a sudden you get there on the day with this crowd and like, oh yeah, no, I can, I've got this person. Um, So that's why, maybe that's why it was quite frustrating when people
1: started overtaking me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's so true. Mm. Um do you think um you will uh, eventually do a full marathon? Like is <sighs> that something you I am
0: tempted, but yeah. Like now I realize it 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 is like it's it's taxing on the body. Um mm. and it does require like actual preparation. Um mm. yeah, I I'd like to. Yeah
1: i i was always i've wondered i've always wondered this like why don't they like um why don't like why don't like the big cities that host marathons offer a a three quarter <laughs> marathon uh, why do why do they go from 21 to 42 yeah That's such a big jump why mm. don't they give us something in between right like i would i would try for a three quarter marathon i think a full I marathon think... would destroy me yeah i think
0: at that point like you're doing three quarters. Why not just do the full? What's another ten k?
1: <laughs> well, possible, <laughs> possible injury. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't know. I just think like yeah, it's sort of I don't know. It's the thing. Yeah, you just uh, like uh, I found even you know um, talking to Joe who did it with me. or well, did it the same same day with me. He he. The most he did before was fifteen, and it's kind of like yeah. it's was like, you've done fifteen. What's another five six k?
1: Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So
0: when I think you've done thirty, it's kinda like, yeah, what's another ten K? Um <laughs> Yeah. I I, I I don't think like the psychology wise, like I don't think I could like if I if I if I would think about doing a three quarter marathon, I would just do a full marathon.
1: Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Um And what yeah. uh age of like when you like when you're training and, and, and when you do go for runs, like is your mind clear or what are you thinking about? Are you thinking about, <laughs> are you thinking about like work? Are you thinking about doing no, the laundry? No. <laughs> uh, <and> like, <laughs> what, like what are you thinking this about? Is like, like that, I, I, um,
0: I never read it, that Murakami book. What I think about yes. when
1: I think about running oh, no. or... or when I talk about running, I think. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah that I'm Murakami book.
0: Think, yeah. Um, no, I, I always have headphones in. Um, at at first I was like just listening to music and then I found, I kind of got like bored listening to music when I was running in a way. Mm, Um, mm. and so I ended up like listening to podcasts, um, which I found was like quite kind of engaging.
1: Well, not our podcast though, right? No, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that was that was very uh, quick response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh god, no, <laughs> no,
0: no. no. Um, like, I mean, I the only podcast I really listen to Are like gaming podcast. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, keeping up with the latest video game news and entertainment. Um, and usually, okay. and the, the ones I listen to are generally like an hour to sometimes three hours. Um, the yeah. podcast, so like you can just put a podcast on and it'll go for the the length of your run, which is good. Yeah.
1: Oh nice man.
0: On the day and I you... listened to I put on <laughs> Did you know the band Angels and Airwaves?
1: um uh, no, I don't think so.
0: Um when
1: oh did they do it when
0: it's the lead singer or not the lead singer, one of the singers from Blink One Eighty Two, Tom DeLong. Mm. Uh mm. his side project, um Angels oh, and Airwaves. Oh cool. Um they, they're a bit more, they're like spacey rock. I don't know. Um, yeah. Their first couple albums in particular had like really long intros and long outros of just kind of like really spacey kind mm. of, yeah, indie rock music. Um, and their third album was like this big double album called Love, um, parts one and two, and it's just a really long album. And so, mm. um, I put that on cause I knew it would last me the entire length of the the, the 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 marathon um mm. and i just wasn't in the mood it depends what i'm in the mood for and i just wasn't in the mood for a podcast that day um but i i listened to that a couple of times on my other runs um mm. and so that was my my running music yeah um it's a good album um it's actually really good um but depends whether you're into that kind of punk rock spacey wondrous music i don't know
1: Uh, uh, That sounds alright, actually Uh, Yeah, Spacey, spacey, wondrous I could do Mm. Uh, I might give it a go It's funny because he
0: Yeah, like I think particularly on that album (laughs) We're going into a different topic now But I think particularly on that (laughs) album There's just this like He sings about like just the wonder of life I don't know And it's kind of really (laughs) joyous In a way Um, Yeah, I think I don't know. Like, if you're going to listen to any of their stuff, I would listen to Love. Um, Okay. Their album, Love, Parts 1 and 2. It gets a bit long in the tooth if you were to listen to both albums back to back. Um, Mm. So definitely listen to one and then listen to Part 2 another time. Um, But, yeah, it's really good. Yeah.
1: It sounds like quite suitable... um Uh, motivational music. It's really, really (laughs) motivating and inspiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, So, um, yeah, give it a go. Hmm.
1: Um, Can I ask you this? Do you think if you um, didn't have um, anything to listen to, it would be a lot harder to to complete um, the amount of kilometers you have to complete? Do you think it's like uh, having something audible there is Mm. like, it's a bit of a distraction. I always wondered, like, wondered about this with, like, with runners and and and, and yeah. music. Or do you run like, with I music? I used to. I used to, but oh. um, I I don't anymore. I don't have any like uh headphones that stay in my ears properly, and All right. my iPod iPod Shuffle is um uses <laughs> <laughs> a, a headphone you, jack. You know what? I I found because.
0: I've gone through an evolution of headphones for running and I mm. guess the evolution of technology as well. The actual mm. ones that are true wireless that don't have any cables, so mm. good for running. Um, I, I had a pair that had like headphone and then it had like, it was wireless, but they still had a headphone, uh, sorry, a cable that connected the two headphones.
1: The Bose, right? You had the Bose pair, uh, right? Yeah,
0: no, you can't run in them because that was, that was an older one, so it still had, like, a, this, like, weird neck thing. Mm. Um, but, but you then, did
1: run in them. I've seen you run in them. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it didn't work. Yeah. Um yeah. But then there's – the the next pair I had after that were, like, Jabra Tara Pro headphones, and they, they had, yeah. like, a cable that connected the two headphones, but that was in. Mm. Um, and then, like, a little dongle thing that you would, like – change the volume with uh but i found that when i ran i would always have one headphone that would keep falling out uh and it was because when you run the cable would like bounce and it was constantly kind of pulling at you and that's the same if you've got like headphones that are connected to a cable on your phone or your ipod shuffle
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh, excuse me Uh, (laughs) oh one of the best yeah. Apple products ever. Yeah.
0: Um, and so it's that weight below the headphone that is constantly pulling on the earpiece that pulls it out. So when I actually yep. got some true wireless that are just the earbuds, um, mm. as much as they don't seem like they'll be um, secure, they don't move. Um, and so cool. I found running with them really good. Yeah. Um, so if you're in there, oh, you had some... You got some free AirPods, didn't you? What happened to them?
1: Yeah, yeah I did. I did. I, I gave them to. I gave them to my partner. I was trying uh, to be a like a a, a a good a good um, bloke, a good BF. Mm, mm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But um, okay. Um, but my sister gave me her her Sony ones with the the wire and um, mm. exactly what you're you're describing. That hap- that happens yeah. all the time. So I, I just gave up on them.
0: Yeah. I I just, I don't know, how do you go running without headphones? What do you think about when you run?
1: Oh, good question. I think about um, what I'm buying for, for dinner, like in terms of mm. the grocery store. Okay. What <laughs> do I need to pick up? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, yeah. That's, what I, that's what I think about. So I'm like, oh, what's for lunch this week? Uh, what about Wednesday lunch? Oh, uh, shit. Mm. I don't have enough for Wednesday dinner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's what I think about. And, um, but no, but that's only one. Mm. aspect of what goes through my thoughts, but um, I find it harder to be fair. I find it harder without the distraction
0: yeah and... I think in but my that's... general life, I find silence <laughs> 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 scary <laughs> um and so like I'm always as soon as I like, although I actually when I ride to work I'm yeah, I don't listen to anything because it's kind of dangerous um Mm-mm. and so that's about the only time in my existence that I don't have something mm. stimulating my brain.
1: <laughs> Con- um, yeah, man. You, you like uh, need that constantly, don't you, Age. I just find before. like,
0: yeah. Yeah, anyway, I don't know. <laughs> don't leave me alone with my own thoughts. <laughs> 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 and so like running, there's kind of nothing else to think about except your existence and that's <laughs> daunting. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but so- I... I, I- but weirdly enough, Age, like when you talk about like, you know, you've got nothing else to think about but mm. just being in the moment of running. So yeah. what I what I, I used to struggle with was like, oh my gosh, there's no distractions. It's very hard to get through like especially when you're low in energy that day. How yeah, do you get yeah. through like a, a, a eight, ten K run? Mm. But I realised that like um uh concentrating on your breathing and then, you know, it's a bit like meditative as well and and when you're concentrating your breathing whereby you can like block out all your like i guess um trivial thoughts about about life about your grocery (laughs) shopping or whatever i i I picked up a a book called rhythmic running okay and um it really helped me with like uh, really just like calming myself down and, and not thinking about you know just like useless things and and it made getting just
0: focus on your breathing
1: yeah my breathing and it made it a lot easier Mm. actually getting through those um those sessions and and i picked up that book before um or just after the the half marathon i found like getting through like you know you know five six seven eight eight k's a lot easier and it Mm. wasn't a chore i felt like when i was training for it it was a chore And I felt really hard to, to, to not think about like, yeah, other things other than my breathing. Yeah. um, Okay. Rhythmic uh, breathing is really.
0: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I guess that's why I like listening to a podcast just because it Mm. kind of, in a way feels productive, even though it's about video games. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you know, there's like, yeah, I'm not learning anything useful, but I'm learning something. (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true, that's true. Um, Yeah, and so, like, it's an activity to engage in whilst you're otherwise doing nothing except running.
1: Even Mm. though running is
0: obviously something, but it's like, yeah, it's like a time to be away from things, but then, I don't know, I need that stimulus. Yeah, Uh, Um, I think I'd struggle without a headphone.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I I think yeah. Knowing knowing you, I think you would. Mm. Nothing against, nothing against. Thanks. Sounds <laughs> like I'm attacking your character, but uh... no, no, I get that. I don't take yeah, it as yeah, an yeah. attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, would you ever consider doing the the top five age? So not the full marathons, but you know the the top five um, marathons in the world. Hmm. Um. What are they? Do you know where which cities they they're in?
0: I know New York, London.
1: Oh yeah, you got two of them. Name them the other three.
0: Mm, the Big Five. The Big Five: New York, London. I know Boston. Wow, very good. All oh, three. Okay. Um you have three. I'm trying to think of the ones that I've like heard in the news. Um, uh, New York, London, Boston. Um. Melbourne can't be one of them, surely uh, not. No, no Singapore no, no, one not. sounds good, <laughs> but it's not. It's not up. There. The Melbourne one is pretty cool because you are finishing the MCG.
1: Yeah, that that one is pretty. cool. And you actually yeah, do,
0: I've... you like you run around Albert Park, so you do run around the F one course, um,
1: as well as well. Which is pretty good. Yeah. Cool.
0: Um, no, I got no idea what the last two are.
1: It's um, it's another city in America, I think. Hmm. According to the in I think you'll be able to get okay, so it's another one in America. Yeah, and the fifth one's in Asia. Um
0: Asia. The Tokyo Marathon.
1: Very good.
0: Um, okay. The last one's an American one that isn't Boston or New York. I don't know, like I like will give you Chicago. A
1: Oh, very good. Really?
0: Very, wow. Yeah. yeah. Very <laughs> I was good. like, it seems like an East Coast thing. I don't think it'd be like Los Angeles. I can't, no. I don't associate them with running. I associate them with driving everywhere.
1: But <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, very good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, wow. I, I, I was just thinking like that. It would be pretty cool. Like I, I've had uh, a couple of um, patients who 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 are avid runners and they're always like, Oh, its about my bucket list, I need to do the big five right? yeah you know, before I give up on running and they like carry like they' all got like niggling injuries for their, mm. you know their whole running sort of life, um but yeah they they need to tick them off, so it's it's pretty cool, I think if it's I, like, pretty cool to like that's a cool bucket list I no, think. it's
0: really cool, yeah, if I was yeah. that keen that I wanted to do all five, I think I would definitely want to do all five full marathons, I wouldn't want to do all five half <laughs> marathons. <laughs>
1: Like, honestly, like, like, if
0: you're going to do, yeah, yeah, do it, do
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, imagine, you, you you know, you're with your mates or you're you're at a party and you're like, oh, yeah, I've well, done the, the big, big five. five.
0: Oh, yeah, like, half you've done marathons. The big five marathons. I'm like, no, no, just the half. Yeah. <laughs> like, people will be like, oh, like, <laughs> they'll be suddenly the less five. impressed.
1: Yeah. Or <laughs> Asia, well, hey, the big five, <laughs> five kilometer runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big five by five. Have you heard of that? The Mm. big five by five. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Anyway, age, I think that was, um, that was a, that was a good chat about, um, half marathon. I didn't think we'd get through so much.
0: Yeah, no, I I didn't realize you'd actually done any,
1: um, (laughs) give me a bit more credit No, because we, I know I knew
0: you were a runner, but I actually hadn't, I didn't know that you'd done a half marathon, um,
1: I'm not really a runner. I don't like running. Be, oh, but you know,
0: we used like... to do a few runs when we were on holidays together.
1: Oh, yeah, because we were both getting fat. <laughs> it
0: was those um, um in Germany that really killed us.
1: Yeah, yeah. it was all the carbs. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, those Christmas markets.
0: Yeah, we were well uh, hydrated. We were carbohydrate. <laughs> carbohydrated.
1: Carbohydrated. <laughs> exactly. But no, to be fair, like when we went to... Um, we actually we actually started working out a little bit, huh? Down in France, you know, we were like it was like the perfect... in Italy. And Italy, yeah, yeah. I think we like...
0: started in Italy, yeah.
1: Oh, oh, and then we 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 started running like the along the beach, right? In France as well. Like, we were just oh. trying to like,
0: mm. yeah, we did, but Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, nice destinations to work out. Not like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'd meet you in Preston. And... Hey, you want to go for a run? Hey, <laughs> that would be nice. I'll take you down to the Darren <laughs> Creek. Oh gosh! <laughs> Is it safe?
0: And murder you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, all right, um, all right, man. <laughs>
0: Let's wrap it up.
1: Let's wrap it up. Thanks for thanks. Um, I have. Let me. I'll uh, see if I have got a. Um, yeah, you got to do a sign off for Sign me. off. Mm. Yeah.
0: Um, what language what are we doing about? this week?
1: Let's do... Um, how about, you probably know this one, how about, um, cheers in, um, speaking of Tokyo Marathon, how about cheers in Japanese?
0: Oh, okay. I don't know it. Um, you don't know it?
1: I'm sure you know
0: English.
1: it. English. Uh,
0: well, maybe I do. Let's find out. Um, wait. This Japanese is probably what I actually want to do. yeah uh yeah no i i think i wouldn't i wouldn't have remembered it it, but now that i see it yeah it sounds you know it
1: right you know
0: it yeah that's it all right well kanpai everyone kanpai everyone kanpai and listen to you next time (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say see you next time but obviously that doesn't work in a podcast um
1: See you oh, next time. See you see, see everyone bye. <laughs> yeah
0: bye.